Hey, I've got something really exciting to tell you. I am having a class to teach you how to become financially stable in the beauty industry, even when you're not a numbers person. I'm so excited because I've never done a class like this before, and it's happening January 8th at 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's 11 a.m. Pacific or 2 p.m. Eastern, and I would really love for you to come. It's totally free, and even if you can't make it live, still sign up because then I'll send you the replay. So just go to dombradley.com slash free class, and I'm going to be showing you how to create financial stability, make more money, manage your money more. I'm actually going to dish out how you can bring in an extra $30,000 in 2023 without adding more to-dos to your plate or more hours of work. It's going to be so good. I'm so excited. And I'm actually going to share stories from students of mine that have done exactly this. So go over to dombradley.com slash free class and sign up. And I can't wait to see you there. All right, let's get to the podcast culture today and how to move against it because this is something that's been a conversation in our industry for a while but something that is still very prevalent and still happening so i'm so excited for you to get to know my special guest this morning oh my gosh it's probably one of the most relatable instagram instagram accounts out there and i can't wait for you to meet her it's going to be so fun but before i bring the special guest on i just want to say good morning and welcome to business breakfast and bedhead i'm your host don bradley and if you can't watch the full lives here, these go live over on the Anxious Creative Podcast the next day. So as you're joining in, good morning. Say your name and where you're tuning in from because I want to make sure to chat with you and get to know you this morning. I don't want to be someone on a screen talking at you. I want to talk with you. I love these lives because we get to be in conversation. You get to ask questions and overwhelm and burnout is still very much, it's like an epidemic in our industry. And I've, I'm seeing so many people so excited about 2023. And about things being different and finally getting out of the fog and like of the last three years. But I know people are going to end up being so excited that they're going to push themselves too far and they're going to get overwhelmed. They're going to get burnt out and they're going to start feeling like they're comparing themselves to other people and how can I can't keep up and I'm falling behind. And if any of this is relatable, give me a yes in the comments because I want you to know that you're not alone. It's, it's especially those of you guys that with like me have ADHD, we can get really excited and hyper focused and give our all into in everything or something. And then we feel like we need to maintain that excitement when we crash and burn. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. I've got a very special guest that you are all going to love. You already know her. She has one of the most, like I said, one of the most relatable Instagram pages ever. She makes you laugh till you pee your pants. It's going to be so good. And I just want to preface with this. There is a question mark down here. You can tap on that and you can leave your question because most importantly, I want to make sure that we get to interact with you today. And next thing is, is before I bring her on and you guys give her the warmest business breakfast and bedhead welcome, I want to make sure you know about my free workshop happening on Sunday. You go to dombradley.com slash free class to join the workshop or click the link in my bio. And we're, I'm going to be giving you tangible, tactable, actionable, easy steps to create fi to create financial stability in the beauty industry for non-numbers people. <laughs> I want to get you earning at least $30,000 more this year, if not more than that, which starts with an extra $2,500 this month. So if that sounds good to you, click the link in my bio, go to dombrelly.com slash free class and sign up for my workshop. Okay, you guys, I want you to give my the special guest, I know you're really excited to see who it is. I want you to start hyping her up and giving her hello. Oh, also first, let me just say hi from Lashburn, Saskatchewan. Hi from Albany, Oregon. Hi from Red Deer, Alberta. Good morning from Michigan. Oh, I love this. Stacy's in the house. Kimberly from Virginia. 
Okay, I want you guys, those of you guys that are new here, this might be a little new for you. I just want you to know that this is a judgment-free zone where we can show up real, raw, honest, and vulnerable together. And I want those of you guys that have been here before, start paving the way and showing everyone how excited we get. Let's ramp up our guests. Give them the warmest business breakfast and bedhead welcome. Are you ready? Start get telling them they're, you're excited. And I'm going to bring our very special... You have her. I hope it's sometimes Instagram. Hold on. I'm like typing it up and thinking that I've accepted them. Is this bringing her on? Start getting excited. Welcome, welcome. Hello. Good morning. I feel like your intro was so like, so kind that I feel like, I hope I didn't disappoint anyone when I got out. Like, oh, but thank you. That was, those words just really hyped me up. I was well, over here like really excited. As it should. And for anyone who doesn't know Morgan, a.k.a. Everyone thinks your name is Jade. Do. Yeah. And I know oh, like my, my own face. fault. By my own. It's like my favorite thing to like tease you with. And you're probably like, it's not funny, Don. But if you got, okay, if you could just share with everyone, especially those that might be listening to this on the podcast, yeah. who you are, your Instagram handle, and kind of what your content is and where you got inspired from it. Yeah. Inspired I really for it. Comment. My Instagram handle is at Jade Beauty Co. I've been a stylist for 17, almost 18 years. That sounds really weird to say. Um, so I think I gather a lot of my reels just from having that amount of experience and this very crazy industry that we're in. It'll give you a lot of content. That's kind of where that comes from. It's just I have a lot of different experiences and just like the cliche things, right? That we all do or think or are. So pretty easy yeah like my favorite one i think i don't know i saw it yesterday i don't know if you posted it yesterday where it's like every hairdresser creeping their friends yeah. and families like bathroom to see what shampoo they use and did like, not go shy- over so well with that family member but <laughs> yeah it's, but, and um, i mean i do that everywhere i go like so bad but right and you like very- shine a light on those moments that we all do by ourselves that we don't necessarily talk about I love it. I mean, and there's so many people in the comments like, oh my gosh, I thought it was just me. I feel so much better now. Like, you are not alone. Trust me. Yeah. So I'm curious. And we're going to talk a little bit about hustle culture and like the push and comparison. But what has been the biggest positive thing that has come from posting that kind of content? And what has been the sadly and most shocking negative thing that's come from it? The most positive is I'm working with brands that had no idea who I was. So I think, and I've said this before in your podcast, I've said this before in other podcasts that I think our industry is so talented. I don't want to say submerged because I don't think it's overly submerged. I don't find our industry to be, I think it can be for certain people competitive, but I don't look at it that way Mm -hmm. because I think there's so much to go around, but I do think it is a very talented industry. So Mm -hmm. you have to kind of find something that sets you apart. And so, and to get maybe brand if that's what your goal is to have it's not okay. everyone's goal to have brands collaborate with them but if that's what your goal is it's like you kind of have to find something that sets you a little apart because yeah like i said everybody is really good now so that was the best thing is just being able to like work with lots of different artists like yourself like come on don you didn't know who i was until i started making funny reels so that is amazing. Like I've made so many connections within the industry of people that I wouldn't have. Yeah. And and brands, of course, too, is really exciting as well. Yeah. The biggest and most surprising negative is I do a handful, depending on the real, of <laughs> negative. I do. Right. 
to where I'm, I'm surprised. Like a lot of times I'm surprised. Like, whoa, mm -hmm. what's happening? And is it from people within the industry or is it just like, oh, that's, that's the thing that surprises me too. It doesn't surprise me when it's like Sally from, you know, down the street. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me because I think we're in a climate where everyone wants to like find a issue with everything, right? A little bit. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that doesn't I think what surprises me is other stylists in the industry where you're like, we A should never wear bags and B, I don't do anything that deep. You know what I mean? Like yeah, nothing yeah. that I put on there is like but you know, it sometimes rubs people the wrong way. I've gotten a lot of messages before, like people will DM me and they'll be like, You make hairstylists look bad or because of you, this is why people don't take hairstylists seriously. And really, like, if it's my reels that are making people not take you seriously, that is a job not free. But, you know, it's surprising, it's a little disappointing, but it is what it is, right? I think that comes with anything anyone does or says. Mm -hmm. You're going to have some pushback. Another thing I always tell people is never read, like, if you do get a brand repost, never read the comments on those pages. Yeah. Because a lot of times people don't feel comfortable coming to your page anything but they'll definitely feel comfortable on a brand page saying mm -hmm. whatever so i really i don't i stay away from reading those comments as a whole because it's just not worth it and it does it it can sometimes certain days can put me in a tailspin so to speak oh totally mm -hmm. i have to really really boundary myself because i like one of my like deep deep like sub like becoming conscious but very subconscious like needs that that overcomes me is the wanting wanting to be liked by people yeah and so like just a couple of days ago i i'm like the worst for proofreading i know how to spell things most of the time but i'm like, yeah. uh, like not a proofreader and also the word expensive i'm always like exs expensive but it doesn't have right. right there anyway i posted this thing that spelled expensive wrong but like you could get it it wasn't like it was hard right. to understand right. and another hairstylist just commented like please spell expensive correctly and then like a facepalm emoji and it's hard enough to like feel especially when, like if it was just like like you said Susie down the street who yeah. freaking cares like they right. stumbled across it somehow but when it's like the people that you're supporting through your content you're like yeah. oh no and I just saw a little different thing for sure yeah and like the 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 knee-jerk reaction to want to be like snarky back or passive aggressive back and like comment I replied which was like I mean totally passive aggressive i said thank you so much for your kind and compassionate comment i mean i think that is like i don't typically sometimes i comment back but a lot of my followers comment back for me it's really funny because like i won't always see it and then i'll see like this clap back and i'm like whoa what's yeah. going on but i have that's my knee-jerk reaction to be like whoa 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 it's not that serious like i had mm -hmm. somebody called me a, a tired old hag like last week and so i just responded with like that's not at all what my message was. I'm sorry that you perceived it that way. Signed a tired old peg. Like I kind of, like, yeah, you know, I just think that like see you because... dressed up with like a white, like like a wig with like baby powder in it to make it white, and like you doing the comment as like I don't, right. I don't think I'm right. This industry's aged me yeah. and made me tired. Oh, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But yeah. Oh, I think, you know, you just have to kind of roll with it. So yeah, it just comes yeah. with it. You it know. just comes with the territory and like learning that like as you do those things like you have to develop that thick skin because the more powerful you are the more i have a podcast episode that says bourbon doesn't give a shit and it's all this it's like the worst analogy in the world because you have to really use your imagination 
no, but I like, Kyle, we talked about that. We? I think that was on one I okay. I love yeah. Like it's like if it's like a drink that like some people really love and some people hate watered itself down, then nobody likes it. Okay, so I love like so you you're a salon owner. Do you have staff as well? No, I yes. I'm a salon suite owner. But you're a salon suite owner. So, okay. Yeah. So, so you're an independent hairstylist and you're now making content and getting brand deals. And I'm assuming that with the rise of this, like how, how, what time frame has like your content become something that become like a stream of income for you? I would say last March or April, I had my first one that kind of like got featured and kind of, I would say went viral. So okay. Yeah. Oh, Carlo. I'm sure you know all I do know Carlo. <laughs> and like the good and the bad comments that come with it. Oh, I'm um, sure he knows all about it. Yes. <laughs> Carlos, I would Carlos, I would love to have you on business breakfast if I had some time to chat about this. In the last year, so you work full time behind the chair still and now you're also making content. Let's talk about hustle culture and like the what struggles have you bumped? up against of like loving both parts of this job that you do but and you have a family yeah how do you manage it all how do you set boundaries and how do you make sure you keep healthy you know i gonna fully admit i'm not the best at that i'm still trying to work it out i've always been a workaholic even when i got into the industry at 19 i was working crazy amounts of hours and just like trying to you know build the biggest book the fastest i could and i mean i think i have a a little bit of an unpopular opinion. I know there's a lot out there about hustle culture right now. And I think a lot of it is really good and really true. Mm -hmm. But I am someone that's kind of like team hustle culture a little bit in our industry because I don't know anyone who hasn't worked really hard to get where they are. I'm not saying that your boundaries need to be, you know, like you can't have boundaries and you can't respect your schedule and you shouldn't have mm-hmm. clients that are ripping you apart and not seeing that at all i think that is super important i think that's what i didn't have early in my career even early in owning my own business mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. but i do think you have to work your ass off in this industry yeah and anyone who says you don't i don't know i just don't know i think there's a point that you can kind of rest right like once you get to a certain level then you can kind of slow down but this is industry of hustlers and i think if and we're a service industry like i love that we have a lot more conversations centered around you know clients respecting our time respecting our boundaries i think that's mm-hmm. super important but at the end of the day too i think it it can go the other way where people are like no no no, this is my this is my time this is my life but forgetting that we're still in the service industry and we're providing yes. service to clients. So I always used to joke like, oh, I w- I worked in a commission salon for a long time. And when I went on my own, it was like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have a boss anymore. But now I have 250 bosses, you know, <laughs> that I have to answer to my clients because nobody is, you know, calling them for me when I need to reschedule mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I see that and you can give me perspective on hustle culture in in your mind but i do think sometimes just like anything in the internet right like some things get so blown the other way each way that i think it is you need to have a healthy in the middle when it comes to hustle culture but i do think you do have to work really hard in this industry yeah and i I love that you say that because i think there's like there's like this almost this fight between like 
hot like you gotta hustle and then like don't hustle but i feel like they're both sides like are actually meaning the same thing yeah where like you gotta work you do like it's not about getting out of working but it's not about working 24 7 until you make yourself sick and i'm very passionate about that and because i ended up i thought i was dying of a stroke it was august 30th 2016 i was puking every 20 minutes I ended up going to the, I had to like drag my body along the floor. I couldn't stand up. I threw up four times on the way to the car. Um, my face like went soggy. I couldn't feel my arms. I couldn't breathe. I was like panicking and like no one seemed to be like, like I was laying on the floor in the hospital, which you, know, you got to be feeling like bad to like right. lay on the floor of a hospital. Right. I thought that was my last night on earth. And it turns out it was a stress induced panic attack. And it was all from the pressure I was putting on myself yeah. and my work and how to show up. And I was in this mentality that like I couldn't turn off work. And so I was on like the unhealthy spectrum of like, I got to work hard and I always got to be available. Where like, I love that you're reframing it. It's like, you got to hustle, meaning don't try to keep up with like, like you can turn on social media and see somebody working at all times. And then you can start to think, oh, I need to be working at all times. Yeah. But I always use the example of like, if you only followed one person, you would see that they have times of productivity and times of rest, times of productivity. And it's about, and like that kind of, I feel like we're on the same page that way. It's like, yeah. use your time wisely so you can maximize it. And be while you're there, do it. Yeah, when be productive. Yeah. Have you ever listened to the, listen, because I'm listening to it. Have you ever read the book or listened to the book, Atomic Habits? Sounds familiar. I might have. How old is it? Is it like, I think it's pretty old. Okay, and maybe. He, I was listening to it yesterday. And he talks about the difference between being in motion and taking action. And so many of us stay in motion doing things so that, we can like keep ourselves safe saying like, well, I'm doing the things, yeah. but we're not actually taking action to get results. And I think that's what happens yes. is like people protect themselves being like, I don't know why I'm not getting busier. And then I got, I guess I'm, I guess I have to work that like that much harder. And it's like, no, it's yeah. not about being it's effective. It's how you're working. Yeah. I agree. I think it's important to like keep in mind, like I, what I kind of like marrying together is hustle culture meets self-care, right? Like I think. Yes. You have to constantly, and I'm doing this all the time, checking in with me, checking in with my family, because I have been someone that will just work myself to sickness because yeah. I'm so driven by work, right? Um, mm -hmm. So I think it's a, it's a balance all the time, but I think I'd be lying to say like, oh, you can just kind of like take it easy in this industry, you know? Yeah, yeah. Don't see that being and I guess it's all in how I want to also preference and I think this is important too because when I got in the industry success was making a million dollars and getting that whatever bag right now success is, looks very different for very different people so I think you have to find what success means to you right yeah. like if success is to you is having a stable income that you make the what you need to make to get by and be happy and comfortable and still have really if home life is super super important to you that you're able to do both you know kind of extensively or maybe it it is getting brand deals maybe it is being a platform artist like whatever success looks like to you is different to everybody so I think the hustle changes depending on mm -hmm. what that looks like for you and you know, it's something that, so I just started working with a coach of my own and he said on Monday, nature always preserves itself. Like if there's a forest fire, everything burns down, like it will grow back really luscious. Also, there's construction happening on my house. Is that really loud or is it okay? Okay. 
okay. I'm like, might just go sit on the toilet in the bathroom. So you can hear. And so like, we, and, and what he was saying is like, lean into the ease of things. Meaning I know I've had times, especially with social media, where like, say, for example, I'd like see your stuff and I think it's so funny. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, I want to be like that. And I'd go and try and make reels like you. And it would be hard because it wouldn't be natural for me. Sure. And like finding the things, because there's so many ways to, it used to be, well, like you and I, I've been in the industry since 2001. So however many years that is, it's like, there was only one path it seemed yeah. for a long time. For a long and now time. there's like, yeah, now, and I mean, back in the day, it's like people used to bring in like, remember those big books we'd have in the waiting room, they like do. show the haircut? Yeah. Those were fun. And you didn't have, you didn't see what like everyone out the crest of the globe was no. doing and where they were at. And so there wasn't this comparison. And now, like, I remember when I went independent, there was no salon suites. In, I mean, I think they were in the States, but I'd never heard of them. And I was doing business very differently. And I was like, am I allowed to do it like this? Right. And I'm so glad that I forged my own path and like found like, what do I love? What do I love doing? How do I want to do it? And then I'm going to do the work to make it happen. And yeah. I love that. Like, I'm, I'm guessing like the content that you make is like, it just like comes to you and it's easy and it's fun and it's flow. And so the hustle of like creating it isn't, you're not coming up with a resistance of being like, oh, I have no, to do it. it's absolutely, it, it's the opposite for me. It's like a very creative outlet for me. I enjoy doing it. It's what works for me. Like it's easy for me. Now I've tried to do other things, right? Like really something very educational or whatever. And it is a flop. People are like, girl, <laughs> what are you doing? Make us laugh or shut up, yeah. you know, like dance. I, that's so important. <laughs> that's so right. I think that's so important on a hustle too, is to like tap in to what makes you, you and what you're good at and what comes natural to you. Because yes, there's so many different avenues now. And I think it is important to tap into like what you're good at feels natural too. Because if we're talking hustle on social media, you know, if it feels unnatural to your audience, it's not going to do well, you know? So, so I think, you know, Fake it till you make it, you know, something we've always been taught kind of in our industry a little bit. But when I think it comes to building clientele and building like maybe social media relationships, fake it till you make it is not worth, you know. No. Yeah. And I feel like people value integrity more than anything. And like genuine, you know, emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to, I mean, because it was like fake it till you make it in the beginning and I worked at a a beta concept salon so it was like Damn. be professional yeah. really undoing that habit of being vulnerable and raw was hard yeah. it's really hard but one thing so you're like i love how you're saying like you know you tried to do educational posts and they're a flop i like love nothing more than getting into canva and like play yes. on the pretty graphics and then i literally i think it was like a couple of weeks ago i was like I, I don't have time i'll like quickly make this post with like a white background black text and then like highlighted a word blew up isn't that crazy? And I was like, and then I found myself still going to like, well, I want to make the pretty graphic because it's fun. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I can have time to do fun things in my life as hobbies. But like, if people, like, if this is what is readable or like, for whatever reason, this like format works, why am I wasting my time? And I think there's, because there's so many creative avenues and we're creative people, we don't always look at, see like, what is having the biggest impact on our work life? And that can be like draining and exhausting because then you feel trapped into like, you know, I got to have the pretty grid. Like yeah. what I'm thought, I'm curious, like, because you do so much on social media, what social media lies or not lies, but like 
things that you've heard taught don't necessarily that you tried that you're like that doesn't work for me because there's a pretty good thing really stands out to me I think yes that's lovely Mm -hmm. and I will say when I go to someone's page I'm not gonna say Mm -hmm. oh if I follow them or not I'm not like comes to who I follow but like if if I see their work and it's like appealing to me then yeah but Mm -hmm. And my page is very disorganized and, and, and I love it somehow works for me. So like I was very paranoid in the beginning, like I need to have cover photo so that everything looks cohesive. But what I found was when I put a cover photo over my reel, right? Like people are coming to my page because they want to see a certain reel that maybe they saw somewhere else. Then they can't find it. So I just left my reels how they are. Like my cover photo is part of a reel rather than doing a separate photo. So that people, when they came to my page, it wasn't like, well, where is this reel that I've been looking for? It's just there. So it does look messy, but like I'm messy. So it worked. I don't know. I think that is kind of overblown up a little bit when it comes to social media. I think what else is overblown a little bit? I think like your presence you know there's a lot to be said about like how often you're posting a lot of people talk about that Mm -hmm. are you posting every day are you being you know consistent there is obviously a piece to that for sure that's true right like if I Mm -hmm. if I go social media for a week my my insights and everything goes way Mm -hmm. down that's so consistency is important however again you have to check what works for you and what your goal is in social media. So I think yeah. like people get too caught up on like, am I posting every day? Am I doing enough? I feel guilty because I'm not. And I mm-hmm. think that is all just not important in like the scheme of the whole thing. I Especially try- if they're full-time behind the chair. So I, I would just want to piggyback on that because I'm like, I love that you're saying that because I've seen so many people be like, well, I'm just like exhausted because like I got to find the trending audios and then I got to make the reel and like I'm do I'm on social media, but I'm not getting clients. And I said to them, have you ever booked an appointment from a reel that had trending audio? Like I've never booked an appointment from that. And so if you're like a service business looking for clients on social media, my theory and like, once again, everyone's going to have a different way, but like look to build relationships with people in the DMs and in the comments rather than the, the frequency of posting. Totally. Yeah. And I right. think showing up, and we've talked about this before, showing up like as genuinely and authentically as you so that when that client does sit in your chat, they're not like, well, what is happening? Like, I've made lots of reels about that. I'm kind of like, in a way, I'm slightly embarrassed when clients come to me. I don't. So this is the first year I have not, I paid zero dollars for everything for my business. And it's all been either word of mouth, of course, right? Like that's our bread mm-hmm. and butter when it comes to referrals, but a lot of it's Instagram. So I'm yeah. slightly embarrassed when they say like, I found you on Instagram because I'm like, oh, great. You've seen me act like an idiot. But then I'm also like, OK, well, you already know who I am. So yeah. like I can cut the act right now. We can just have fun. But yeah, I think if you are who you are on social media and real life, that's always a winning combination for clients, you know, and relationships in general. But absolutely. And like, I think. That's like one of the biggest things I've heard is like, oh, I met so-and-so in real life and they like weren't the same person. And I think it's also hard because like, I mean, you've gone to like big hair shows and stuff too, like to expect to like be on all the time or like what if someone catches you and you're like in line to go pee and you don't smile or you just like look up from your phone and make eye contact. Like it's like you don't want to have someone to have a bad experience with you, but like you want to make sure people know you're human as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, like yeah. I'm a pretty, like I would say, what did they say? Like an ambi, what is that when you're ambivert. an extrovert? Me yes. too, yeah. So I really like my people and I really like people, but like big crowds scare me. I get like so overstimulated. I get, you know, anxious. I get weird. So yeah, like big shows to me are a lot. And I'm sure people are probably like, oh my gosh, she is not who she, you know, portrays to be. But like, keep in mind when I'm doing my reels at home, I'm alone in my closet. Yeah. Bring this on a big stage. I am not a big stage performer for a reason, right? So it's hard sometimes to like, you know, because I really like people. But I like people on a one-on-one interaction. I like settings. Yeah. Big crowd scare me a lot. (laughs) I'm very similar to you that way, except like, I'm like, put me on a stage and I'm okay. Make yeah. me talk to a group of 15 people and I'm more nervous. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. And, but also like, yeah, like being in a crowd is like so overstimulating for me. And I remember growing up, people would be like, I totally thought you were a bitch when I first met you. And I'm like, what? like, I was just having an internal panic attack, but I don't come up like, it doesn't translate on the outside. Yeah. And so it just looks like I'm super confident. Oh, I, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like, no. Yeah, face all the time. All What's the time. Your... My husband will be like, no wonder. Like, you think that people, no one likes you. Like, look at your face. You're just not. But I I think of me being overstimulated, for sure, when I'm in yeah. social settings. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is that? Well, yeah, like... there's too many people, yeah trying to keep track of everything and like not I like can't hear even when I worked in a salon I used to struggle to like hear my client because all I could hear was like everyone in the salon yeah yeah oh so true so true I get very distracted hearing like other people's conversation yeah it's overwhelming so what do you think we can expect from you coming in the future those of us still can see I do reels like let's face it it's it's not even at this point like oh my gosh it's a money maker and I get to work with brands that is an amazing catalyst for this but I just really like doing it too it's really fun and it's like I like the editing part of it a lot like yeah I kind of come up with the concept a lot of people hate editing but I really enjoy that so of course, I'm going to still continue that. Whether they flop or not, it's fun for me. I am looking to, I'm doing a couple of different things and some different avenues that I haven't done that are in the work. And I'm still the lead for Chicago Fashion Week. And so that will that. be our next season is in April. So we are really like, we've already had several meetings for April and we have a meeting on Sunday. So I'm really excited to get that going and like get our looks worked out and mm-hmm. i'm doing a lot more editorial work than i have done i was a ford artist in your decades ago well yeah oh, 13 years ago and so i am trying to get back into that realm again get brushed up on my editorial skills and just move my i love that's where my brain goes i love behind the chair here don't get me wrong that is mm-hmm. what i will do till i die but the editorial side and the runway side is really like what feeds me mm-hmm. and so I'm really which is probably something tap- that everyone knows about you yeah I'm really trying to tap more into that because I have realized more than ever in the 18 years I've been doing here in this last year I've really really realized that when I'm doing hair my brain and that's like the only time my brain is silent. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I do like like the hustle culture and working so much is that's when I really feel like me the most. 
Don't get yeah. me wrong. I mean, being a wife, being a mom, I feel like me the most. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to work, doing care and like living life is when I'm the quietest, is what I'm doing here. Yeah. So, like, like finding things so like to be in that flow with. Happen to those things. So that's, those are kind of my biggest things that can continuing to work with brands, which is super exciting. And just, I love, I really love this industry and I love the people that are in it. And I love that I get to like form these relationships with you guys. And it's truly been, I said this in a reel and I've said this elsewhere, but like this was the best year of my life because I felt like it all came together. You know what I mean? When you're like, my marriage is completely solid. My kids are happy and healthy. My work, my business is blooming. I feel good being me. You know what I mean? And I think it took me almost 37 years to get there, but it feels mm-hmm. good when you can. And I, I, when I talk to younger stylists that are like, how do I, how do I get to X, Y, Z? And I think the mm-hmm. root of all of it, and I wish someone, and I had a lot of great mentors, don't get me wrong, but I wish someone would have said the true success begins when you are comfortable and you're friends with you, right? Like I was my own worst enemy my whole entire life about mm-hmm. my friends, about, you know, how I am and how I think or whatever. But once you can be best friends with yourself, that's when everything else around you clicks. So. Yes. Because you can't be anyone else. And I, I mean, I, I got goosebumps when you said that because I, this is, my, I'm turning 40 this year and I'm like, this is going to be the year. Like, yeah, it's going to be so good. I'm so excited. And to like feel finally like, like in love with myself yeah. and content. And like for so long, I fought who I was because I thought I was too weird. I thought I was scatterbrained. I was like, oh, I'm not like put together enough for this industry. Cause I remember totally. in hair school, they're like, now you can never go out in public without your hair, makeup done and you can never wear sweatpants in public i remember my instructor saying that that first yeah. week and i was like oh i mean i'm kind of like a lazy bum when i'm not working like, right and being like oh and or like i like i appreciate editorial but like it's never been something that i've loved and i back in the day thought well like if i don't love that then i'm probably not meant yeah. to this industry because i thought you had to yeah um and like learning to go like oh what i love and what's for me is awesome and it doesn't mean that other people doing other things is bad or wrong or more right or, or i should or wrong so yeah yeah exactly and like just like having that peace feels really good and then being able to like do the hard work that doesn't feel like hard work yeah yeah i love i love it well morgan i love chatting Me with too. you because I love- it's always a good time and i don't have to wear real pants today so that's the bigger fun yeah, well, and I love being able to see like this side of you because I love, love, love your reels and they're so funny and they're so relatable. But like seeing how multidimensional you are, like oh, head of you. Chicago Fashion Week is so it's cool. That's like it's a highlight of my job for sure is like getting to tap into that side. So thank you. Yeah. And so everyone who's listening, do you want to just like share again where people can connect yeah. with you, where they can find you? Yeah, so you can reach out to me on my instagram jade beauty co and yeah i do have a tiktok but i mean that's a hot mess over there i know i'm I so bad at i forget so TikTok exists. this is the best place this is the best avenue yeah is that because of our age age i think part of that age i'm like holy smokes i had never felt older fatter or <laughs> everything than being over on tiktok but also, it's like me when you're like, I don't want to learn a new 
platform, like when Instagram came along and we all switched from Facebook, I feel that way about TikTok now. Like I'm like, okay. I'm so confused how things work. Like I'm trying to use one of their audio features. And I'm like, I was, I had to like look up on YouTube how to do it. And I'm like, this makes me mm-hmm. again, feel old. So um, yeah, know. it's like we all left Facebook so that our parents could not with us on yeah, Instagram. On Facebook. And now we're Instagram. I don't like it, but it is it is what it is, and it's still an awesome place. So thank you so much. I can't wait to do more with you and hang out okay. with you more. And I this is my goal for 2023 is to yep. meet you in real life. Yes, we're gonna do we it. We're gonna do it for sure. For sure. Awesome. Okay. Well, Thanks, I um, think those of you guys that are listening, do you guys want Morgan to come back? To business breakfast and bedhead just give me like a yes in the comments they're always delayed what's the main comment you're like you're the reason why people oh, don't respect our industry that was you're the reason why people like don't take hairstylists seriously here that you give hairstylists a bad name that's been another one too yeah, I'm pretty sure it's you doing that for yourself. I mean, or your insecurities. Right? Yeah. Like, I had to get over that, too, a little bit of hairstylists are dumb and, like, you know, that thing that was the thing for one. Just a hairstylist. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, let that go and just, like, we're a kick-ass industry making boatloads of money, too. So when people down that, you're just like, I want to clap back with the, and be like, really? Do you know how much hairstylists make? But not worth it. Totally not worth it because. Because those people, and I mean myself included, I my own hairstylist told me not to do go into this industry if I wanted to be able to financially sustain myself. And I think we live out that label sometimes. Yeah. And then when we see like people don't like when their comfort zone has been proved wrong. Anyway, I feel like we could sure. go on forever. Yeah, right. Not like, another episode. Yeah, everyone's saying yes to you coming back. So I hope mm. you'll come back sometime. And thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule Thanks to come and hang so out with us here. Appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Well, everyone go follow Morgan if you haven't already. Have an awesome day and we'll see you tomorrow for another special guest on Business Breakfast. Embedded. Bye, Morgan. Bye, Dom. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast and Business Breakfast Embedded. Like I said, I would love for you to join me live on Instagram every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern, and get your questions answered directly from me. It's so fun and it's super cash and I'm always in my bedhead, usually in my PJs, and we have the best time. And if you enjoyed this episode, Let's spread the love and share it with a friend, a coworker, or a family member. Make sure to like and subscribe to get this out to more people. And if you didn't know, I have monthly contests and all you got to do to win some awesome prizes and merch. And who knows, I think the the prizes are going to get better as we go. Just leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. That's a huge help for me. And I want to be able to honor you and reward you by putting your name into the contest. The winner is announced the first Monday of every month. And I'm so excited because I hope you win next. So go leave a review wherever you're listening to this. And until the next episode, stay weird, friend.